Welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of three boys. My goal here is to educate you intentional ways that you can become an emotionally healthy mom. Ways that you can break destructive patterns that have been happening for years and how you can leave an emotionally healthy legacy with your children. Hello, hello, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. In today's episode, we'll be talking about safe people and safe relationships and how to recognize if someone is a safe individual. All right, so one of the things I need you to realize is that we all need safe people in our life. If we want to be emotionally supported, and have a community around us, which actually we all need to be emotionally healthy. One of the things that is really, really valuable and important is to have emotionally safe people in your life who are there for you emotionally and that are able to help you and support you and encourage you through hard seasons. And in order to thrive emotionally, that is what we all need. And not just one person. We need multiple people like that in our lives because there will be times where one person is not available and having a few others will be very, very helpful. I remember hearing from Dr. Henry Cloud. I don't know if you've ever read the book Boundaries or heard of it, but about it, but he's amazing. And I was listening to his book, Safe People. I believe that was the name of the book. And he was talking about how we need to have five to seven people in our lives that know everything about us and that are people that we can call and talk to about anything that's going on in our lives who will be there for us because there will be times where one is not available and then the other one is not available well if you have only one person that's a lot of pressure on one person for one and also there will be times they have things going on in their life and they're just not available to help and having several other people that you can lean on because we all need people and support in our lives, people that we can lean on to be there for us in tough seasons and hard times. It is really good to have multiple people, not just one. Here I am out of breath because I'm like 34 weeks pregnant and bear with me. So if you feel me getting out of breath, that's that's why. All right, so I'm recording this right now. It is June June 3rd, but this will come out sometime in July, this episode. It will be after I already have my little girl, which I'm super excited about, really excited about. My baby is scheduled to be delivered via C-section on July 8th, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. All right, back to safe people and their characteristics. So how do you know if someone is a safe person? How do you know if an individual that you're spending time with, let's say it's a family member, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's a friend, how do you know, maybe it's a mentor, if that is a safe person, an individual? One of the things that really, really affects me is like I almost feel the energy from that person. 
I almost feel if they're like a safe person or not, like your body will tell you. It is strange. If you have been more of like doing things that help you be more centered and mindful, you will notice the sensations in your body. If it's an unsafe person, you feel kind of resistance. And I will do another episode about unsafe people and how do you know when someone's unsafe. But right now we're going to focus on people who are safe. So how do you know when a person is safe? You feel good when you spend time with them. You internally feel good. You feel, when you walk away from spending time with them, you feel encouraged, you feel uplifted, you feel empowered, you feel peaceful, rejuvenated, energized, and you just enjoyed spending time with that person. Even if you had a heart-to-heart, difficult conversation, you walked away feeling more peaceful and calm and encouraged. You also don't feel judged when you are with them or around them. And judgment is a really, really tricky thing because sometimes based on our history, if the family we grew up in, certain phrases can be come across really judgmental to us even though they're not. And they can be really triggering for us. And we can feel like someone's judging us even though they really care and want to be there for us. So you got to be like super careful when it comes to this. But you don't feel like that person is like thinking the worst of you when you walk away. You feel like they can, which is the next thing is like they're able to speak the truth in love. So even if you're making some choices let's say that they disagree with, they're able to speak that to you in love. In a way of like, I love you and I care for you. I'm concerned for you. And here's why. But you can still make those choices. I just want to remind you that there's some consequences for the choices that you make. I can't support you in this decision because I don't think it's the right thing. But I'll be here for you if you need me. And the judgmental piece is something that I have been really intentionally working on. This is not something that easily comes to me. I have to be really, really intentional with my words, what I say and how I say it. So I don't come out, you know, across as judgmental to the other person. Uh, Also, another thing, positive thing that you will notice with safe people, they don't shame you or guilt you. Well, I mean, sometimes non-intentionally it may come out across like that and we all, you know, accidentally, non-intentionally do and say things that might have someone feel like that, but they don't shame you and guilt you on purpose. Like, shame on you for making those choices. That's so dumb. That's so stupid. Why would you do that? Like, you are the worst, you know, like well, I did it way better than you did. Like I made better choices than you did. So it's the way we say things that are super, super important. When you spend the time and conversations with these people, they are mutual with care and love. So it's not just like one way, it's both ways. So it's not just you sharing your struggles and your tough times 
it, the other person is able to do that as well. And you feel like it's a mutual relationship. It's not one-sided. You also, like another th- positive thing that you will notice, you almost kind of like can't get enough time can't get enough of spending time with that person. What I mean by that is like you enjoy so much, so much when you're around this person because they help you feel safe and they energize you and encourage you and uplift you that like you can talk to them for hours and hours and hours and hours and and it's like when it's time to walk away, you're like, oh, we could have been talking for more and that's a sign that it is a safe person like and you feel good when you walk away you feel like whatever you said is gonna stay with that person it's not gonna go out and they're not gonna go spread rumors or say anything like that outside of what was said between you two this person this also safe person will bring out the best in you you will grow to become a better version of yourself when you spend time with them. And what I mean by that is they inspire you and encourage you to become better in a good way. Not in a shameful way, but in a good way because they are working towards that themselves and then you are motivated to do that as well. And you feel like you can be open and vulnerable with that person. And what I mean by that is you are able to share any part of your life with this person and you know it's going to stay with them and they're not going to go talk about it to anybody else. It feels safe. And it is really, really hard to find people like that. It really, really is. There's not a lot of people in the world that are like that. And the reason is, is because many of those people were never modeled and shown how to do that. And they never intentionally worked on themselves to do that. If you're a mom that struggles with handling her challenging emotions in a healthy way, listen up. I got a tool for you. If you go in the show notes of this podcast, you will see a link where you can sign up for a five-day free mini course. And in that mini course, you get to learn actual practical things that you can do in the moment and outside of the moment to be more patient and calm so you're not as overwhelmed, so you're not as stressed, and actual ways to learn to de-stress yourself and calm your nervous system down. How often do we hear that we shouldn't react, we should respond, and the problem is, well, how? In the moment, I don't know how because I'm so overwhelmed and so triggered. In this mini course, you get to learn the how. I am so excited that I have these skills that I can share with you. So go in the show notes, click on the link, enter your email, and then you can start the five-day free mini course. In order to attract safe people like that into our lives, we need to become a safe person ourselves. What does that mean? So I, in the last few years, I've been so intentional, so intentional of doing this because I have experienced 
in my life when I shared something with somebody that I thought was a safe person and then it came out later and I felt very unsafe and I felt really hurt. And so I have been so intentional about keeping the information that is shared with me only with me. So if someone is sharing their struggles and something hard they're going through and they confide in me as a safe person, keeping that with me and not going out and telling other people around around me and creating that safe environment where the other person feels safe to share and be vulnerable. And that takes a lot of practice because it is so hard like let's say they share something that's so big and you just like want to go and tell everybody because it's such big news and it is so hard to keep it to yourself but it takes intentionality and I think for me was like I learned that based on my experience when I was hurt when somebody told things about me that I did not want others to know, and I thought I shared it with a safe person. One quote from one of my mentors that I learned that really, really stuck with me, and I hope you like catch on to this as well. It is The quote is, if it's not your story, don't share it. Or you can even say, it, if it's not your story, you don't have the right to share it. And that is so powerful and so strong. And that phrase is calling out a lot of us, including me, where I've had times in my life where I shared other people's stories where I shouldn't have. And I take ownership for that. And if anyone is listening here and you've experienced that, I apologize I am very sorry. I should not have done that. And I have learned my lesson and I am being so much more intentional moving forward because I know how hurtful it can be when you trusted somebody with your story, with something you're going through, and then they went out and told other people and then they just kind of spread and spread and spread. It can be extremely hurtful. And so safe people will make and create an environment where you feel safe sharing that with them. But in order to attract safe people, you have to become a person like that yourself. And how that has happened with me over the years is that I used to share a lot of stuff with my mom, a lot of stuff with my mom. And recently, like, and my mom is used to it. And we do have a really good relationship. And there have been times recently where like she would ask me something about um, specifically my sister and I had that conversation with my sister and I said, you know, mom, I know you really want to know this, but I don't think, you know, my sister or whoever would want me to share that with you. If she wanted, if she wants you to know it, she will tell it to you yourself. I don't want to break her trust by telling you this information. And it was uncomfortable to set that boundary with my mom in the beginning and saying it. But my mom is so good with respecting boundaries, at least with me. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's really good at like, she did not like that answer. It was uncomfortable. She was not pleased with it, but she did not push me past it and be like, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, I can understand. And in order for me to build trust with that other person, I need to become that safe individual, which means I need to set boundaries for myself, which includes not sharing the story that's not mine. When you are trying to be a safe person, something that is super helpful is to help that other person feel understood. Whoever, you know, that individual is in your life, if you validate and empathize with them and they help them feel understood. And what I mean by that is like if they're sharing something hard in their life, saying phrases like trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes and like trying to understand where they're coming from and be like, oh, wow, I see what you mean. Like that makes a lot of sense. You know, if I was dealing with that, I'd probably feel the same way. And just like, I am so sorry, you have to go through this. That feels really, really heavy. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you because I'd love to be there for you and support you and encourage you through this. So being there with somebody like that, when they're sharing struggles with you, it helps It helps build that emotional connection. So with safe people, you will feel emotionally connected because you're able to share your struggles and your tough moments and they are, it's mutual. It's not just you always doing it or them always doing it. It's mutual back and forth. And you feel like through that, you're growing closer together with one another. So how do you find out if somebody is safe? How do you? Like it takes, right? It takes time to build that trust in a relationship. Well, first of all, like spending time with somebody, the more we spend time with somebody, the more we get to know them. That's one. Another thing is like, for me personally, I feel like my body just tells me. Like if it's not a safe person to share with, I feel resistance. I feel resistance in sharing whatever we're talking about, like sharing more. It just doesn't feel right. That's another thing. But if you are a person who's super private to begin with and you struggle sharing any part of your life or story with other people, you but you want to build safe relationships with others because you do understand that in order to have good emotional connection with other people and to become an emotionally healthy individual, you need to have emotionally healthy relationships, which includes you being vulnerable and open and mutual, not just one-sided. One of the things that you can do is sharing some information that's just kind of like a little bit out of your comfort zone. It's not like too bad if it, you know, gets told to other people But you can just share that and see how it goes. Like kind of, you know, test the water and see if you can share that and if that information will stay with that individual and if they are a trustworthy person, if they are a safe person and see how it feels when you share that with them and if they were able to keep that information to themselves. And 
over time, you can put yourself a little bit and a little bit. If you're spending enough time with this individual, you will build a relationship with them, but you will be able to see if you can step a little bit more and more out of your comfort zone and be able to share a little bit more with them and see how that goes. That time is really the only way you can build trust with people and have them and them to uh, prove that back to you by being a safe individual and keeping that to themselves. Sometimes a safe person will encourage you to go get help. And if you share struggles with them, something you're dealing with that is heavy and overwhelming and just really, really hard, they may encourage you to go get some help. And they say, hey, that's a lot that you're dealing with. That feels really, really heavy. No wonder you're so overwhelmed and stressed. No wonder you're having such a hard time. I think you might need to go get some professional help. Like somebody that can walk you through each step of the way and what needs to be done. And that is done in a loving, caring way. It's not done in a judgmental way like, oh, you're failing. <laughs> Look at you. Your life has fallen apart. It's done in a way that I care so much about you. I see that you're struggling so much. I wish I could help, but this is out of my area of expertise or this is more than I can do and it seems like you really need some help. So I would really highly encourage you to go get some help. Safe people may direct you to that. They may like open your eyes to like, oh wow, I am dealing with a lot. I am struggling with a lot and I do need some help and I do need some support. I can't do this myself. Anyways, this is kind of, I'm sure there's more traits on safe people and ways that you can build a relationship with safe people, but these are the things that just kind of came to my mind when I was thinking of safe relationships, safe individuals. For me, a huge thing is like how I feel when I spend time with them. Like I internally, I'm very intuitive. I can really sense energy if it's positive, negative, if that person likes me, if they don't like me, <laughs> if they're safe or not safe, like I feel that in my body a lot. And for me, it's just intuition. Intuition is huge for me. And I just feel it. And part of that is just, I don't know, probably my personality. And the other part is just being, um, learning to be mindful and aware of my feelings and emotions because when you are more aware of your feelings and emotions, you will be you will be able to be more intuitive. So, well, I hope you learned something about safe people. If you don't have anybody safe in your life, first of all, just kind of listen back to this episode and recognize the traits of safe people and be intentional on working on yourself to becoming a safe person. That's one. Two, if you are especially a believer, a Christian, I would highly encourage you to pray for God to send you some safe people in your life who will be there for you emotionally and spiritually and 
people that can uplift you and guide you and help you through hard seasons in life, but also people that can teach you and mentor you and you can reciprocate that to either someone else or even back to them and be a safe individual back to them. So I would highly encourage you to pray about it for God to send you safe people in your life. Also, if you are becoming a safe individual, we kind of attract safe people in our lives. And if you are a safe person, you will start attracting safe people in your life as well. Just kind of keep that in mind. Okay, ladies, I hope you learned something helpful in this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share it along with another mom. Have a wonderful day. If you have been enjoying listening to the podcast, I would love for you to go on iTunes and leave a review and let me know what you think because this is how other people find out about it. Also, I would love for you to share my podcast on social media and tag me. Let me know if you're listening and share it with another mom that you think this might be helpful and useful for because I would love to spread this message how much emotional wellness affects the rest of the family and how much impact we have as moms and that we can set our families up for success. But it all starts with us. So if this has been helpful for you, I would love for you to share it with another mom. Thank you.